2: Today on the ZabeCast, the Washington football team has an expiration date for a name. It's Groundhog Day. The G-Unit joins us today from the Ed Reed Foundation. He's a new commercial pseudo-celeb, plus he loves this new college charity scam. All that plus an embarrassing Colin Cowherd gaffe. Your 45-minute uncensored Zabe Express is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. here we go. Wednesday, January 5th, 2022, thank you for downloading and thank you for being part of the Zabecast Nation. As you can hear, I'm still not quite there, but I'm getting there slowly. It's been about a four or five day cold of some sort. Oh my God, is it coronavirus? I don't know. Is it the cron? Maybe. Why didn't you get tested? Because why would I? What am I going to do? If I get tested, yes, it's the cron. Go sit in the corner forever. Well, that's what I've been doing basically anyway. Staying away from people trying to get healthy. That's called living. Hope you're doing all right yourself. Crazy numbers, by the way. A million cases. And yet, all the same things that have not worked, were never going to work, are still being promulgated in force by our Brilliant leaders. (laughs) It's something I told you. People rarely admit they were wrong. Groups don't. And elected leaders in groups and those elites and the prestige media, oh, they never, ever in a million years admit they are wrong. You're going to see things now. You're already seeing them say things that have not been said for the last 18 months. Where you're like, oh, oh, really? Like, hey, you know, uh, if you're obese, you're at greater risk of bad outcomes from COVID. Hmm, interesting. You're just a new study. Hmm, do tell more. Did not know that. Good thing we closed the gyms and the playgrounds and everything else back in the spring of 2020. But I digress. I-95. It is the highway from hell. Not the highway to hell. If you're on I-95 south of the D.C. area, you're in hell. And it became a frozen hell the last 24 hours. That little snowstorm, wasn't much of anything, couple inches, somehow crippled I-95 to the tune of drivers being stranded for 24 hours. And this is a point people have made about the electric car era that some wish us to enter fully what you going to do with a couple hundred thousand dead battery electric cars in the middle of a snowstorm i feel for everybody who was stuck on i-95 i-95 for that long if you're still stuck there now i don't know what to say that stretch of road south of dc the main artery going north and south on the eastern seaboard is the devil's highway it is straight from hell. On a sunny, 75-degree day, you have no idea if you're going to run into a 20-minute backup for no reason whatsoever. And it's wide. Oh, they got lanes. They got lanes. They got hot lanes. High-occupancy toll lanes. Still does nothing. Somehow, it clogs up. That road is the equivalent of Fred Sanford's aortal artery. Oh! Uh, wait, aortal artery? Is that right? His Aorta? Wait, is a valve. Hold on a second. I'm now into heart terminology. I need to just slow the hell down. Okay, having said that, couple follow-ups on the Big Ben stuff. Oh, and first, the new Washington name. That's going to be talked about with me and Glenn here in just a second. I, I was told Commanders months ago by somebody who I trust has good insight. I think it's going to be Commanders, but I can see some alternatives. And... There's people now betting on, oh, it could be Admirals. There's apparently a redirect. I'll talk more about it with Glenn in a second. I don't think it's going to catch fire. Partly because, well, the team's terrible. And the fan base has been pretty much eradicated. But at least there'll be a name. At least there'll be some new merchandise. And maybe the uniforms and the logo will look clean and cool. We'll see. I have very low expectations for them. But more on Big Ben and the Steelers. Big Ben will now retire 18 years without a losing record. That's amazing. And the Steelers, with their 18 seasons of non-losing records, are so far ahead of the next best team, the Chiefs, they only have nine straight seasons without a losing record. You then go look at... The next team, it's the Titans at six, the Rams at five, Green Bay and Buffalo at three, a handful of teams at two before their last losing year, and then the rest of the league at one or zero seasons in a row without having a losing season. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Only nine teams in the NFL have a streak of more than one year in a row without a losing season. That's the way the league loves it. Any given Sunday, any given season. And so if your team is good right now, enjoy it, revel it. It can change like the weather. And it can change for the worse. The other thing about Big Ben is this. Once upon a time, there was a great commercial back when he was drafted, or just a year, I think, after he was drafted, and he started to show that he was going to be very good. This must have been one or two years after he had been picked. The NFL Network would have these in-house promos, which purported to show your average fan talking about things that turned out, turned out to be totally not the case. To highlight the fact that the NFL is both... It elicits incredible passion and confidence from fans thinking they know what's going to happen, as well as an unpredictability that is almost laughable. The campaign was called NFL Network. Get your, get your story straight. Here's an example. I don't care if it's preseason. Shoot, Raiders are 4-0, man. <laughs> Raiders <laughs> stunk that Jeff year.
3: Garcia, I think he's back in Calgary, playing for the
2: Stampeders. Of course I didn't draft Drew Brees. What am I, an idiot? LT's good. Between the 20s.
3: (laughs) Last but not least, two tickets to the Steelers' home finale against the Ravens. We're sending you out on top, Bob. (laughs) Bob.
2: Time to get your story straight. It's great. By the way, I love the guy. Uh, Just a a smooth-looking brother in a suit sitting in a restaurant booth with friends. And he says, barely breaking any expression, LT's good between the 20s, when in fact, as I told you yesterday, he holds the single season record for touchdown scored. LT was the absolute touchdown making machine. (laughs) So there was one with Big Ben and I went looking for it on YouTube and I couldn't find it and I couldn't find it. I'm like, what is going on here? But I did find it on Twitter. Thank you, Twitter, for having it. It's the guy who said, yeah, hey, Donnie, who did the Steelers take? Oh, uh, yeah, Rothel something. Gannon to Tim Brown, Gannon to Jerry Rice.
3: All season long. Hey, watch your step. NFC West? I like
2: the 49ers. Kellen Winslow is the best thing that ever happened to Butch Davis.
3: Ricky Williams has one thing on his mind that's winning football games.
1: Hey, Donnie, what's the name of that quarterback? The Steelers drafted.
3: Rothel something.
2: Nice pick, Kawa. <laughs> Nice pick, Cowa. Nice pick, (laughs) Cowa. Nice pick, Cowa. Yeah, it did, did turn out to be a nice pick. And no, Kellen Winslow Jr. was not the best thing to happen to Butch Davis. Not the best thing to happen to those women that he raped as well. But that's a story for a different time. All right, let's talk to my man, Glenn G. Unit Eunice. Zade cast. My man, Glenny, why? Are you oh, ready yes, for I the mean. Washington Commanders? Maybe. No. <laughs> the Washington uh, Armada. Really? Is that what you're hearing? No. no ah, no, I'm not hearing uh, do you know no, 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 something?
3: No, I don't. I do not. I do not. I actually had to freshen up on the latest because i've been so head in the sand the last few days uh no i don't have any inside information although i think if we know anything about this organization they'll make the worst dis- whatever the of <laughs> the eight names or the three names or the two they'll, whatever the worst one is it'll be that
2: Yeah, it'll probably be that glenn eunice joining us today on the zabe cast director of the ed reed foundation former Sirius xm radio host former producer of mine Back in the day, and is got a new beverage out with Mister Reed. I want to hear more yeah. about this. Talk to me.
3: Well, wait, no, we so Crown Royal did the national. The, Crown Royal is the first uh, whiskey brand partner of the NFL. Really? And yeah, and over the last few years, we've done a thing called the water break with Crown Royal, where oh, Ed right. goes on TV and. You know drink responsibly drink water blah 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 and i think in years past kevin garnett had been their national face and this year we were asked if we wanted to be in their national commercial and then it morphed from do you want to be in the national commercial to ed reed is the main guy in their main football commercial and so uh in it our agent said hey you know in the creative they say friend of ed and they want in the commercial walks into a bar, they'd like it to be you. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And they're like, no, one of the guys is from like New York, DC area. And he knows you from the radio. And he thinks it's kind of unique that you and Ed have this business thing going and, you know, do it. And I'm like, okay, fine. So, you know, we shoot this thing one day in Baltimore and we knew it was going to be the national spot, but we didn't realize is that on every Sunday night football game. And during Thanksgiving, they would really push it. They spent, you know, tons of money on airtime. And so every time this commercial runs, our phones go crazy. So you're
2: in the ad, by the way, I just saw the Kevin Garnett ad, which is well done. It's Garnett in a bar, high end bar, uh, staring down another gentleman across the bar with a sort of a searing look. And the guy who's, (laughs) Ordering water, yeah, is like why is Kevin Garnett or that guy over there staring at me? He finally gets his water, and he's kind of sheepish. Like, am I a loser for ordering Gee. a water? Yeah, and he yeah. goes to lift up his glass of water. Garnett sees him, and from out of frame, you see Garnett raise his glass of water to help yep. teach us lecherous drunks. To don't just pound whiskey nonstop. Right. <laughs> Take it so easy. That,
3: that had been the past. This one has actually Ed and I cheer. So there's there's a there's multiple versions of this, of which I'm in all of them, some more, some less. The sixteen second one, just type in Ed Reed Crown Royal, it'll pop up. Okay. Uh, the sixteen second short one, I'm really in a lot. But yeah, I mean I'm in the commercial and I'm I have a Guinness in my hand at the end of the bar and we 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 toast, we cheers um Guinness is owned by the same parent company as as Crown which is Diageo so that was that was uh you know systematic and you know it was really cool you know having a career that you know you've had or I've had a, a lesser
2: one but similar
3: you know this you're is, on TV this and radio is your
2: and, this is your pinnacle of fame make no mistake I mean, nobody it, knows your yes. name you don't have any speaking right. parts in it i yes. hope you got paid for this ad at least yes okay all of the above and so Lots I'm like, of money. you know can you give me a hint
3: <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> Does it rhyme with thousands or millions? Oh no, yeah. No. Okay.
3: No. 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 Yeah. More no, than a grand. Okay. You know oh, what? It's all yeah. gravy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: all right. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, who negotiated your fee to be friend of Ed Reed in the bar? So that fee was nominal. It's doing the deal that is where I make the
3: money. Do you know what I mean? Because I do all these deals.
2: So. You did the de- you did the marketing deal with Crown Royal.
3: Right. With Ed, our aid, we get correct.
2: agent negotiated the cost to put Ed on the camera. So
3: I, I negotiate that with our agency that brought us the deal.
2: Got it. Okay. Yep. So that's where I make my money. Okay. So for all of you ZabeCast listeners, and there aren't many, but there's a vocal few, who yeah. think that you, Glenn— <laughs> Well, there's yeah, competition, believe me. They're
3: there's in, they, probably in there's the Mr. X haters,
2: there are yeah. J haters, there yeah. are uh, well, Ron valid. Thomas haters, there are yeah. Andy <laughs> Every one of you is hated by a small subset. But no, for every one of you who says, boy, this Glenn Yunus guy, he sounds really full of himself. Does he really do all this stuff that he's been saying he's been doing? I'm like... Yeah, he's not making it up for God's sakes. So, if you ever wanted to see what an overachieving Greek kid who befriended a black superstar in the NFL looks like, look for that ad for Crown Royal.
3: Yeah, we were, you know, we were punk, twenty-one, twenty-two-year-old kids out of college, working. Out, you know, twenty years ago, I was working for you. You, you remember? And we just became friends through buddies that lived across the street, and here we are. So, twenty years later, but. Uh well that good was for you. Fun. So, so that, that's cool yeah, that so that Crown ad awesome. is running
2: right now. Very good. Do you like yeah, Crown? Do you I'm like not, Crown I'm Royal? Not
3: on enough for people to hate me. You know what I mean? I know like, it's, you're not. It's okay.
2: I know fuck all yeah. those people. Fuck Carol too. <laughs> H.J. All right. Uh do, do, uh, do you like Crown Royal?
3: I do. I actually am a cuz I'm I'm a I'm not really a full-fledged man yet. Uh I I drink Crown Apple and I I I don't I want to drink whiskeys and bourbons and scotches but I I don't I don't have the You're Constitution. You're not there yet. Okay. You're I'm not I'm, there for I'm, full
2: for full brown, you don't have the constitution yet. That's okay. I, I, I haven't
3: hit my full puberty of drinking yet. No. So so here is a
2: true here's a true whiskey story. So our guillotine league, fantasy league, yep. was for whiskey. And the entry fee is a bottle of fine whiskey. Depending on how much how generous you want to be with your donation of the bottle. Don't go crazy. Don't go, you know. Happy Van Winkle $10,000 bottle, but something between at least 60 and 150 bucks. Okay. The winner gets all the whiskey. That's great. Mm. If you love whiskey, you now have a whole cabinet of 16 different bottles of all different stripes and, and, and flavors. Well, the winner was my 31 year old Pabst beer drinking producer, Josh Albrecht, here in Milwaukee. He Fantastic. wanted to be in the league because. You know, he's like, I want to be part of it. Come on, don't leave me out. I feel like the kid who's being left out. And we're like, but Josh, you don't like whiskey. He's like, I'm learning to like it. And I go, yeah, but you know, it's. Don't worry, it's not that we're leaving you out. It's just you don't want this. And he goes, I want to be in. I want to be in. So I ask the guys in the league, and they say, fine, let him in. He won't win anyway. Guess what? I want to learn. Guess what happened? He won. Anyway, so now oh, he's going to get all this whiskey, and the running joke I've said is, let's just give him 16 plastic bottles of Fireball and call it a day. He won't know the difference. I, I know. And and not to, sorry about your brand here, but somebody said Crown Royal Vanilla, which, look, for whiskey snobs, that's uh, whiskey uh, with uh, training uh, wheels. No, 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 no. no.
3: It's I know the finest whiskey in all
2: of the land. No, I hear you, bro. I, I I like Crown Royal. I know. I I don't need it with the flavorings, but I don't hate the flavorings. I'm not a right. whiskey snob, but uh I said, well, can we find Crown Royal pumpkin? Because that would be even better. That's not a real thing. <laughs> I know it's not a real thing. You know, how but like, it's probably it's probably in queue. Well, yeah, <laughs> it it might be. Well, well, you know, Church, who is the guy that oh, invented yeah. guillotine leagues. He hates the annual pumpkin spiceification yeah. of foods and disagree. drinks every October with the burning passion of a million suns. So the same charts that lied to you
3: about Facebook and Oculus, by the way, just throwing that in the you know. I know. Throwing that in the hopper.
2: Ding ding ding! You're it's a regular welcome. listener. By the way, have you checked out Oculus Quest two? Have you played it? I haven't. I think I get dizzy on those things. But I'm, yeah. again, I'm a weakling. <sighs> you, you might get dizzy. I would say just because you're a tech guy, just try it out when somebody has it just to see where the tech is at right now because it's goddamn amazing and it's the worst $300 virtual reality we'll ever have. It's only going to get better from here. Just
3: like your AI thing, the robot, the stuff, Curry robot thing. It's only getting better. Worst robot we're going to have, yeah. Whiskey question, okay, or scotch or whatever. Mm -hmm. So Diageo owns crown right sure and they have a ton of lo- windsor is that good black label they got they own johnny walker they own bullet those are those are yeah. within yeah. right no uh, johnny
2: walker's good jim beam glenn jack Finitch. daniels all the Glens, glenn finish glenn livet <laughs> yeah. they're all good scotch what's, though what's Is different card who
3: card who that's <clears single> another
2: <throat> yeah that's another one no Diageo Raggin has a, yeah yes Diageo okay. has all the good brands if Diageo okay, okay, exactly. owns it, it's we, a good brand. It, look at us. If it's if it's Old Tub, it's shit. <laughs> Oban is Oban good? Yes, that's a Scotch. Scotch okay, see, now, is now taste, I'm out of my see, I know out my you're mouth. out of your element. Scotch is taste a bit more earthy, a bit more peaty. Peaty, <laughs> yeah, <and, laughs> like like Gary, like peat. Gary, moss. <laughs> yeah.
0: SheFit. We're so over beach bodies and getting bikini ready. You should be empowered to wear anything you want except a bad sports bra. You deserve better. You deserve a bra with fit and support like no other. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually performs. Fully adjustable to fit your body with 50% less bounce than the Nike Pro. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022.
2: Anyway, no, no, no. so let's get back to the main topic, which is I had to call you. You are one of my handful of psycho born and bred and died yeah. in the wool, redskin fans from back in the day. Yep. They announced today the team that they would change their name on Groundhog Day of all days. Yeah, of course. Two twenty two. New name I think that coming. Means something though.
3: Why? No. Well, Groundhog Day, right? What is it? same thing over and over again? I think they're sticking with the wolf.
2: Wow. wow. First thing I thought of when
3: I saw the date, I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're running it back. Groundhog Day. Wolfskins. Or you can go full lay them out on the table and see how big of a set they have and go in Redskins. We're bringing them back, which there's no way that would ever happen. It's just let's, let's now, play for giggles on the
2: radio. Jason Wright, the team president, said already they will not be the Wolves and they will not be the Red Wolves. That's something I've been saying to people now for the better part of four months. Well, the I- subtlety
3: in that, though, is that they didn't want to get into any, a bunch of legal mumbo-jumbo, which is interesting that they put that in the statement. We don't want to get involved in anything that is going to be tedious legally. Okay. Get, you know, paraphrasing.
2: <laughs> that's, that's bullshit on a number of fronts. Number what are you one.
3: are talking about? Every single day is legal at that level. What are you talking about? Th-
2: thank you. Exactly. Do you know that somebody, speaking of Facebook and uh, Oculus, somebody owned Meta or some part of yeah. Meta prior to Facebook deciding to rebrand as that? Guess what? They got their you lawyers. Know. They found yeah. a number. They wrote a check. The, right. the Cleveland Guardians found out. Oh, there's right. a roller puck. Huh, there's a roller ball oh, team. female roller the, derby. Yeah. And they guess what? They go, "Look, that's a cute name, but we're the baseball team in town. What's your number?" And they found the number and they wrote a check. So that's Meanwhile, a bullshit. That's, that's a bullshit the worst excuse name ever. Th- that
3: that's the Guardians the worst name
2: ever too. Yes. Be talking about what should well. What should they have been? I have no idea. Do you know where they got the Guardian's name? I don't. There are two statues on the bridge over the Cuyahoga River that lead into the city of Cleveland that are considered the Guardians to the city. What are we talking about? Well, let's that's what they're going with. <laughs>
3: and, man. And, and by the way, thanks for saving the world, Cleveland. Like that does what good in the big screen, scheme of things are you talking yeah, about. Well,
2: what this we, is, this is the thing. I, I believe that the wolf well, is not well, going to go doing? with red wolves because they don't want red involved in anything. They want to. Oh, that's su-
3: what you think the legal subtlety meant.
2: Well, no, no, no. That's an excuse. They're uh. more worried about lingering woke backlash. Because that's what every corporation is deathly afraid of these days. That's how sad the state of the world is. So they just figure if they're the Red Wolves, they're like, that's a dog whistle to Redskins. They didn't really change the name at all. They haven't repented for their sins. You know somebody would say that on some fucking Reddit thread.
3: No doubt. Well, I can look at the Armada and say, well, that's the same thing with the Spanish Armada or whatever. Presidents are about, you know, They've only been certain type of people of certain types of of race for the most part and, you know, religious backgrounds. So that's not that, Uh, you know, red hogs, throw that in the red thing. Commanders, I don't want anyone, you know, above me to say that they're, I mean, there's a whole, you could look at every one of them. I I know. Washington football team. Boom.
2: Okay. Well, that's an I interesting one to think about. Apparently, if you type in WashingtonAdmirals.com, it redirects.
3: It, I saw Huber post that. Yeah.
2: A, and there's, but I tried that though with Washington Commanders and it also redirected. So maybe they've bought a bunch of URLs. I don't know. Huh. I mean, mean It's way. not
3: terrible marketing to get in to, to, to do that, right? To see what clicks come from where and try to make a decision based on that, uh, at least a little bit of that data. Uh, You know, I default to, and I think many people, certainly native Washingtonians like we are, um, you know, my family's 120, 130 year native Washingtonians with, you know, half a century worth of season tickets in my background. Uh, Oh, over that. Uh, I I still name aside, let's just say they get the name perfect. The franchise is a joke. Ownership's a joke. Stadium's a joke. Location's a joke. Future for all those things Blake. are a joke. So what's the name matter? Yeah. Winning on the field is the is the panacea, is the ultimate band name. And that's not coming down the pike anytime soon.
2: No. I liken it to um, the team that we grew up with, the Washington Redskins, proud thrice-time Super Bowl mm. champions under the first go-round of Joe Jackson Gibbs, that was our father, who was the rock of the family we adored, looked up to, we worshipped him. Mom is Dan Snyder. Dad died because mom was negligent and fell asleep smoking a cigarette and burned the Mm -hmm. house down. Mom Uh, Mom lived, but dad died. Now mom is about to get a new boyfriend named the commanders and it's going to be fucking weird.
3: Stepdad. I see. I thought you were going with the uh, generational changes and how first business the generation builds it and then the second and third ruin it. Uh, but it's the same program. I mean, we're, 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 we're doomed.
2: Are you looking forward to your kids ruining your business?
3: No, I'll, I will sell and retire and be done. You'll make sure um,
2: somebody else gets the business before your kids get it.
3: Uh, yeah, I don't know. My, don't my know. business is a little boutique shop. I don't, it's not a handable down thing. I'm done. I've yeah. got 10 years left and, and it's over. I'm oh done my on God. the You've
2: got to stop talking so fatalistically there.
3: No, well, i got to. You know, uh, breaking news. You know, My wife and I are expecting another.
2: Whoa! Uh, yeah. This will be number
3: three. Number two, number two. Oh, number don't even two.
2: You, you take
3: that back. Sorry, you, sorry, sorry, you, sorry. Don't do that, Zabe, you I just t- you I, had my two. heart skipped a beat. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Um, no, that's fine. And it's people know, but it's not it's not Facebook public yet, Zabe. So okay. only the you know 20 million wow. listeners to your podcast will know. Okay. But yeah, so another girl in April, and then uh, yeah, so All my right. anxiety levels um. All right, um, and I'm
2: old. I, you're not that old. So uh, despite your silver fox hair. Question: What do you know about Big Ben, and what does Ed Reed think of Big Ben?
3: Yeah, I know a little bit of Big Ben. Um, I actually didn't. I, I saw the news of it, but I didn't actually see his interview and his post game thing. But that, that that's pretty cool. Um, they respect him. I think a lot of guys respect him. Uh, the media and the fans talk a lot about Big Ben whining and complaining every off season and. I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire. But I think the players know just how good he is and respect him. And I personally, Zabe have thought of the premium quarterbacks of the last 15 years. He was the most underrated of the elite guys. And I know you have the QB one versus franchise guys. He was a franchise. First without a doubt, franchise guy. And, and of those franchise guys, I think he was the most underrated, uh, I think he's better than Philip Rivers by a lot. I think he's, you know, better than Eli oh, yeah. by a lot, despite Eli's two. You know what I mean? Because he's not Brady, he's not Manning, but he's right under yeah. them.
2: Here's the thing. He, he would engineer comebacks and actually win games, yes. whereas Phillip yes. Rivers would pass frantically and then not win the game. Yeah, correct. And and, and I thought, always thought Big Ben never got the credit for playing through all these injuries. That yeah, somehow the modern social media snark narrative, and I kind of blame the Barstool boys for this, you know, about Big Ben, oh, he's limping in a boot, but he's going to play on Sunday kind of thing. I'm like, I get it, it's a joke, but it really colored people's perceptions of him where he should have been lauded for playing through yeah, all agreed. these injuries. Yeah, and, and playing and winning versus, like, something what Baker's
3: doing, which is playing and losing and maybe doing himself a little bit of harm, Baker Mayfield. And oh, Cleveland. I think he's
2: doing himself a lot of harm. What are they yeah. going to do with him? Because he's fucked up, and he shouldn't be playing right now. He's right. trying to play anyway, which should be lauded, but his numbers look like shit. And he's in a weird spot. The Browns are in a weird spot as to what do you do now? Do you pour more money re- into up. him?
3: Yes. You think they yes. do? Yeah, because I think you can, you can almost draw a direct line to injury for his lack of, of success. But it, it, so, I, you know, that to me is fairly simple, but there's a fine line between whether it's Big Ben or, or, or Baker Mayfield or anybody of playing hurt and giving it a go and playing hurt and hurting your team. And I think Ben was the former. I, he gave it a go and he helped his team win. I think Baker's doing the, the opposite side of that. And then there's the whole wide receiver diva BS that these guys are always injured and dinged up and they never play. And that's just a whole different program. But for a quarterback, and yes, rules changed. And yeah, the league protects them. And we know why and all that. I, I think Ben's no doubt a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he's widely respected amongst players. And all of that noise, whether it's barstool or fans or media driven, the players don't really buy into that. And that doesn't factor into them because. They're the ones trying to tackle this big SOB who might be limping, who beats their ass all the time. Yeah. And that's where the respect comes into play. Yeah,
2: I hear you on that. Uh, and you know what? The cost for any team that decides <coughs> to either get out of their quarterback or sees their quarterback retire like the Steelers were is a long walk in the woods looking for the next guy. <laughs> totally. Big Ben was an 18-year solution where you never worried, who's our quarterback? You might say, is he healthy enough to play? But you never worried, can this guy do the job? That's a rare and thing. And you
3: got you got to uh, – I know that the yeah, 100%, and the Eagles were always, we'd rather get a, you know, the old Eagles, Eagles motto is, you know, we want get to get rid of a guy a year early than a year too late. And, and in general, that's fine. But with a quarterback like that, whether it's Brady or Manning or really almost anybody at that level, you milk it till their arm falls off because even those guys at 70% are better than Danny Jones or – Oh, Yeah. Taylor Heineke, even who's he has some grit and giving it a go, they're just the reason you're excited about Heineke, or one's excited about Heineke, or somebody's excited about uh, this kid Huntley in Baltimore, is because your expectations are at zero. People think Big Ben sucks because their expectations are at 110. That's okay, but great but, point. But Roethlisberger injured, smashes Huntley all day long, smashes Heineke, smashes all these guys. Yeah. It's exciting. They give it a go. They can win a couple games, but they're not the dude. And so that's, that's where our perception gets all wonky.
2: Do they think they've got something in Huntley up there in Baltimore? Yeah. They do. And
3: not something to replace Lamar, but something where he'll either be our backup forever or he'll get a free agent deal, and moreover, he'll get a free agent deal somewhere else. And that's fine. And then he'll be someone's backup again because he's good enough, but he's yeah. not that good to be a starter and that's the game by the way like a kid from nowhere gets a deal and gets to start for two years and then realizes he's a backup or the team does and he goes somewhere else and he bounces around and he starts he back up starts backs up good i hope you make 50 million bucks in the next 10 years doing that
2: yeah uh college football your thoughts on the cfp all these opt-outs and when is alabama ever gonna suck i guess when saban retires When saban, exactly um you know, I barely watched the bowl
3: games. It was – I wanted to, and then I realized I've had my daughter and I'm watching her and it's the holidays and it's – the weather's crazy and my in-laws and it's like, what's the score? Okay, it's over. It's eight minutes in the, in the second quarter. Okay, cool. I don't really have to turn that back on. Right. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen Michigan and Alabama, um, but you sort of knew once Alabama beat Georgia that this is what it's going to be because, yes, Cincinnati gave it a go for a little while against Alabama. But my first thing that I said to my father-in-law was, you really think Alabama's cranking it up right now to beat Cincinnati when they know they got to play Georgia or they're going to play another game in 10 days? They're probably calling some very basic, and I'm not astute enough to know, they're you, you calling think, some basic. You think Bama,
2: do you think Bama didn't un, unload all their arsenal against Cincinnati? They just 100%. did 100%. Really? You don't, you don't think they didn't throw because they respected uh, Sauce Johnson or whatever the no. guy's name is, and I the, think other they, Kobe, the other Kobe Bryant? <laughs> no, I think they played well
3: enough to have the game in hand and continue to do that, and they didn't pull out everything, whether that's 5% or 25%. I do not think Alabama turned it up on them at all.
2: Okay. Well, we'll see. Against I, and I, I think Georgia wins. Georgia. I don't know. You, really? This is their year? Yeah. It's the year that Georgia doesn't Georgia. Remember the last time they met and Georgia had them dead to fucking rights. Yeah. And this Hawaiian lefty comes in and fucking guts them. (laughs) I I don't know if I think it's their year, but I feel like
3: football gods, karma the world, Vegas, whoever's in charge of these things. uh, We just knew that Alabama was going to upset them to go to the, you know, to, to the playoff and they were going to meet again. And, and, Georgia would get what they wanted, but college football would get what they wanted, which is two SEC programs, so it's regional. I I don't know. That's just my initial thought. I I have no data. or That's just first thought.
2: Meanwhile, it's such a Wild West for endorsements and nil rights and transfer portal. Uh, Caleb, uh, what's his name, for Oklahoma, the quarterback, the freshman. Yeah, uh, He just entered the transfer portal, but said he may come back to Oklahoma. And it's like, yeah. it's like cupping your hand to your ear, Glenn, to your current school going, yeah, anything else you can offer me? Any other deals you can offer me? It's crazy. I mean, it's literally allowing them to have their cake and eat it too.
3: Uh, and and from an outsider looking in, I don't mind it because it's we're in the Wild West right now, and it's yeah. very interesting to see how it will shake out. So I'm looking at it from that approach. I'm not looking at it from the approach of, the Transfer portal screws up kids and it screws up programs and they can leave and come and go. It, all that's true, right? And does it leave one team in the lurch, but it makes another team stronger and maybe it divides the power up. And so college football is a little bit more even. All, all those conversations are in play. I don't look at it from any of that, really. I look at it very surface, which is like, whoo, this is interesting. These kids now have a little bit more power and they get some money. And, and, and let's see what happens. What I love, and, and I didn't see a lot of news on this, I think it is fucking brilliant and the start of amazing ways to pay players. Did you see what the Texas Longhorn alumni yeah. did with yeah. the Longhorn oh, Foundation yeah. or whatever this is, the Lineman
2: Longhorn Hearts it's, it's fucking brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. Horns with hearts. And yeah. basically oh, they, set up, they, they set up a charity arm where they would go send linemen out To pour pour soup into bowls and be able to say, Look what good we're doing for the community. And then they turn around and they're like, Here's fifty thousand for you. Here's fifty thousand for you.
3: Every so (laughs) six
2: apparently six donors
3: got together and said, Let's put this nonprofit together, exactly Mm -hmm. what you said. Every lineman on scholarship gets fifty large a year to be part of this Longhorns with Heart. And they hope that other positions will soon have a foundation as well. Is it
2: charity? When you're getting paid to go, I mean, do yeah,
3: it. it's yeah, they're paying them for their chair.
2: It's brilliant. I, I don't it's know if you call that charity. I think charity is when you <laughs> literally do something for no compensation whatsoever.
3: Well, no, I mean the charity is. I mean, yeah, like here, here's an
2: example. If I go do a charitable event, if I am see well, it, yeah, or if I'm part of it in you any donate way, donate
3: your time. Yeah. Well,
2: and and sometimes people are like, "Hey, are uh, they kind of elbow me at the auction? Hey, you going to bid on this? You know, don't you think maybe?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Hey, I'm here with my time. I'm getting nothing from yeah. them, but yeah. I'm also yeah. not going to bid on a signed helmet. Sorry, I'm just yeah. not. I've got a budget too, you know." So, so, but the other side of it is, is like, I run a nonprofit, and we have a girl that works for us, and she gets paid. Nonpro- that to- nonprofits are different than charity, aren't they? I, 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 but this is a This is that's what they've. Yes, but that's what – they've built this
3: thing as a nonprofit. This is – they're hiring – the linemen are their staff, and the work that they do is the charity. Okay, so – isn't, so the linemen isn't, are the overhead in, right. on the line.
2: Item. No, I hear you. It's isn't, isn't, I'm not,
3: I'm not saying it's not an angle. It's a fucking massive. Oh no, angle. No, no. no, I know
2: I think it's, it, it, it's an amazing one. I'm not against in it. this Wild West. That's I'm not I'm against saying. it. I'm just saying that these linemen better not be saying, "Well, look at all the stuff I do for charity." Don't not. No, you. You're getting paid. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that said, isn't no? Ed, you're right. Isn't Ed doing this at Miami to restore the shine to the U? Aren't they? I mean, I've said. that I've said on the air multiple times, I'm like, hey, Wisconsin, you may think you got a way of doing things and you like it and it works to a certain level. Yeah. You better get your nil dollars in line and you better ramp up your program big time yeah. because yeah. this is the new world order.
3: It is. And the, the Texas is sort of leading the charge there. Ed's the chief of staff at the University of Miami uh, from a football standpoint, not a business standpoint, and he is definitely there to help bring the standard and elevate the level that at the program was. Because when they were there, and we've talked about this on and off the air because of St. Ana Moss and Clinton Portis being in D.C., those teams were out of control, talented. But they held each other to a standard. There was a competitiveness to it, and, and they've lost that. And, and so that's sort of what he's there. And, and obviously they got a new athletic director, the guy from um, Radovich, Dan Radovich from Clemson, and they got the new head coach, Mario Cristobal, who came from Oregon. So that program is – you know, sort of doing what they need to do and rebuilding their standard. Uh, the nil stuff, that's where agencies and corporations and donors come in, not just at Miami, but you know, take, take the Texas, the Texas story is the perfect template. You got a handful of guys or so that put together this nonprofit foundation. um, you know, and it's really not all that much money, right? Like, what do you endow? A few million bucks? The interest oh, pays the
2: players and you no, keep it
3: moving? I mean, it's, it's unbelievable.
2: It's, <laughs> it's not so- very much money at all. I, I predict the new argument will be, I know, the new argument will be not that the players <laughs> aren't getting paid. They're not getting paid enough. Enough. That's right. And that's ex- spot on. And that's why I'm excited to see where it shakes
3: out. Because we're just in the very beginning of all this. This is like, you know, 18 What's that
2: show? Yeah, uh, Deadwood. Not, it's like Deadwood.
3: Yellowstone. No. Yeah, it's Deadwood. Yeah, it's oh, eight, yeah, no, eight, no, whatever. Yeah. Right,
2: there's only a loose amount of law in Deadwood right now, you know? Yeah. The, the law in the, in the Wild West of the college football ranks, it's like whatever yeah. it can, you can get away with, and the NCAA is going to be playing catch-up to try to stamp totally. out or close loopholes like, okay, that you can't do. That's, like, so illegal. Or that's right. too unfair to everybody else. All right, let me end and on this. At some this. point,
3: donor yeah. money. Oh, sorry, real quick. At some point, donor money is going to sort of have a finite limit. So it, it, it's just there in, in corporate, you know, sponsorships and, and oh, nil, yeah. and don't, it's just really, it's it's really interesting to see where this thing goes. But it's the transfer portal's crazy, nil's crazy. Uh, but at the end of the day, and it's only been a couple of years, the same jokers are in the finals.
2: That's so, kind of true. Well, I yeah. wish I wish you and I were seventeen with athletic ability. Life would oh, be really good right now, but we're not. It would
3: be awesome. Nope. All right,
2: last uh, last thing: Are you aware of this Chloe uh, Kardashian Tristan Thompson story? No. <laughs> Tristan Thompson. Don't they is have apolog- a baby together? Oh, yes, they do. Tristan Thompson okay. has apologized to Chloe. Via his Instagram stories, because I guess that's how it goes. Very intimate, yeah. Mm-hmm. After he confirmed that he had impregnated Marley Nichols while he and Chloe were still dating,
3: Hmm. Whoa. very nice of him. <laughs> I mean, did did she call for that? Did he want that? Did she say you famed I, I need to do it publicly so everyone knows you're a scumball? How no, does that happen?
2: I think maybe I think maybe this chick Marley Nichols. Was like, hey, this is your kid. You need to pay for it. And he's like, no, nah, on me, not mine. <laughs> Doesn't have my eyes, you know. And she's yeah, like, right. she's like, I will get a paternity test, asshole, and I will put you on blast. And so I guess he finally had to come he clean. He beat her with to it. the punch. I guess wow. so. He he says on the Instagram story, Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I've caused you. You don't deserve wow, the way I've treated you over the years, blah blah. Ch- I'm so he, incredibly he sorry.
3: Why didn't he just text her that? Like, why does this need to go on story? I mean, the whole thing—it's
2: all a fucking game. It's all a joke. It is. And you know what, Chloe Kardashian—if you didn't think Tristan Thompson wasn't laying pipe on oh, every right. hotel lobby groupie in the NBA, then I got no words for you. Besides, been- who was she fucking on the side? She's yeah, a Kardashian. I mean-
3: and if it's not sexually, it's somewhere else. You know, she, she's screwing with somebody. But yeah, we, I've been to a few SBs and you know the Oscars and all those fun things that we talk about. And I had to throw that in so people will hate me. But at humble one brag. of them, yeah, humble, not so humble brag. <laughs> uh, but it's, I mean, it is what it is. Truth brag. Uh, yeah, there was. I want to say it was Jamie Foxx hosting them. Um, I don't forget who was hosting one year. It was the year before Stuart Scott passed away, maybe. But the joke was side pieces. If you type in ESPYs side pieces," yeah. somebody sang a song at the ESPYS. I think it was Jamie Foxx, but I could have that off. About side pieces and when athletes are on the road, what side? I mean, it's brilliant. It was brilliant. It's yeah. and it's so obvious they did it at the award show, <laughs> right? Like, of course, they're laying pipe.
2: Yeah, well, mo- many athletes are just your regular ward cleavers, family men with a forty-two-inch vertical, but. Yep. Half of them are living lives that you and I can't and wouldn't understand. Even I just if we wish were that we had,
3: I just wish we had, uh, I can't, I'm so out of it. I can't even remember the name, the, the dating app when we were
2: growing up. Tinder. What,
3: what, thank you.
2: You wished wish you had, had that. Tinder. Do you think that would have led to good decisions?
3: No, it would have been awful. <laughs> it would have <laughs> been, been terrible. It
2: would have been awful, but would have been fun. It would have been a great ride to the burning end. Yeah, I would have liked yeah. to have come of age where I got through high school before social media because that mm-hmm. really fucks you up and messes yes. in your head and it hurts your confidence and everything else. It's too and, much going on there but, for kids to navigate. Right, I, wanna, I, want, I want social media to come in right after that and then all <laughs> the apps. Yeah, yeah. So, college, anyway. it would have been right.
3: great for college.
2: All right, uh, what's uh, what, New Year's resolution? Give me one for Glenn. Uh, One resolution for the new year.
3: I mean, it's uh, to, to get, try to get mentally back to the workload of 2019. The last couple of years have been great, but it's just sitting around the house. I can't, I'm not a grass under my feet individual, right? Get out, get out, out,
2: go places, meet people, do things. That's my goal like, always. Go places, meet yeah. people, do things. All right, yeah. and play golf. I got to play more golf this year. For
3: well, because sure. we got you and I have to play. golf Oh
2: yes, sure. yes. I understand. But you with belong the new one to a on the swank, new club, So I'm going to definitely uh, make not, use of that. Not new, swank. It's been club. a couple of years, but it's nice enough. It's nice. Yeah, it's a nice club. Uh, right. We just re- did, had a new renovation, so
3: come on out and check it out.
2: All right, your uh, your pick your, your 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 sneaky long shot play is they're going to stay the football team. Woofed. Yep. because they scheduled it for Groundhog Day like, Ned Ryerson, ding! <laughs> it's Groundhog Day. We're going to stay the Washington football team and just add a few tweaks to the logo. And Possibly. and let
3: me just add this last note. I actually don't give a shit anymore. And that's the problem.
2: Mm. You and me together, brother. Yeah. Alright, Glennie, good to talk to you. I'll, ta- I'll chat soon down the road, okay? Happy New Year's, Abe. Thanks. We'll end on this today. True story. As I did my podcast last night, and I was talking about records, I just dismissively said, in the first rendering of the podcast, I said, you know what? This sack record is never going to be touched. The the Strahan sack record is 22 and a half sacks. I'm like, you can't even get close to the quarterback now. You can't touch him. No one's going to come close. Now, I was kind of unaware that uh, T.J. Watt, despite playing a shortened season, was absolutely racking up the sacks. And while I was recording that podcast and listening to the Manning cast, I was unaware until the last minute, or actually until the podcast was put to bed, I was unaware that, oh shit, he had four sacks in the game. He's suddenly at 21 and a half sacks. So I said, shit. All right, that's embarrassing. I should have known that TJ Watt had at least 17 and a half sacks already. And so he was within shouting distance of the hand record given that he only played 12 games due to injury but now with the four sacks in this game he's right on the doorstep I can't leave that in the podcast now trust me when I put a podcast to bed I'm like thank god give me two fingers of bourbon and let's relax I went back and I recut that part of it and I got that out of there because it was embarrassing I'm still embarrassed to admit it I should have been more aware of that now How come Colin Coward is not embarrassed for things like this? Take a listen to his take on Big Ben after his final home game and tell me if you spot what is wrong. He deserves the Hall of Fame, and he had a great career, but I'll always think, man, he left a lot on the
3: table. The good news is Pittsburgh got another ring. They love him. He loves them, and Ben is a Hall of Famer and he won a Super
2: Bowl, he deserves the Hall of Fame. I mean, he won a Super Bowl, left a lot on the table. Wait, more than Drew Brees, who only went to one and won one? I think that's the case. Brett Favre, who went to two and only won one? Will he say the same about Rodgers? I think that's actually a fair argument there. But Big Ben did not leave a lot on the table, especially When he was playing opposite the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick era of dominance. Unlike Skip Bayless, his uh, colleague, who often goes out of his way to be trollish and to get people all pissed off. This is a mistake that you say to yourself, wow. First of all, the take is garbage, but you don't even have the basic fact of it. The, The nuclear core of the take that he left a lot on the table. He won two. The second one, having thrown one of the most brilliant laser beams with the game on the line to Santonio Holmes. And the third Super Bowl he was in, he lost to an Aaron Rodgers who was transcendent in that season and that postseason. Left a lot on the table. Get the fuck out of here. And how about get your basic facts right? Funhouse tweeted this, and I couldn't agree more. Imagine coming to work three hours early, having 25 people on your staff, and you still have no idea how many rings Ben Roethlisberger has. Amen to that. Do you think Coward cussed out his staff going, God damn it, why didn't you remind me that he, only has, that he has two, not just one? I don't think there's 25 people working on that show, but there's more than five. Pretty embarrassing, but the man sleeps on silk pillow sheets to the tune of $5 million a year plus plus. So I guess I'm just the little guy doing a podcast in my living room. And with that, I say thank you very much for downloading and listening and being part of the Zabecast Nation. If this product entertained you and kept you uh, engaged, please tell a friend about it. Rate and review so the algorithm blesses our crops. Have a great Wednesday, everybody, and we will see you next time.
1: If you want to build more sustainable eating habits, Noom Weight can help. Our program uses psychology to help you better understand your relationship with food and empower you with the practical knowledge and skills you need to build long-lasting habits and behaviors. And with Noom, there aren't any good or bad foods. Instead, we'll provide you with the wisdom and expert guidance you need to make informed choices that fit your lifestyle and health goals. Start your trial at noom.com/balance. That's n o o m.com/balance.